Thank you for joining Healthy Mind, Healthy Body. If this is the first time that you have joined me, my name is Allison Ralston. I'm a physician assistant and brain health coach. My heart is to see people healthy and whole, fulfilling their God-given destiny. Today, we're going to talk about, are you battle ready? John Wimber was an evangelist and founder of Vineyard Church. He had this to say, I have been a compulsive person, always working and eating more than I should. Now, John Wimber was also a musician, author, and founder of Vineyard Church. He led many to Christ, and his teaching touched many lives. He believed in healing, yet he died at 63 years old. He admitted in his own words that he was compulsive, working all the time, and eating too much. Sounds like so many of us today, doesn't it? In 1986, Wimber had a heart attack, and in 1993, Wimber was diagnosed with sinus cancer. In 1997, he had a triple bypass. He admitted that he struggled with depression and with his theology on healing during his treatment for cancer. He went through radiation weighing 280 pounds. He fell in November 1997 and died of a brain hemorrhage in November 1997. What happened to John Wimber is happening to so many in the body of Christ today. We are living stressful lives, eating too much of the wrong things. The enemy, Satan, has conned us into believing that we can live, think, and eat any way we want to under grace and not get sick. So many of us are dying before we complete our destiny. I wonder how many more lives would have been impacted by Mr. Wimber had he lived longer. More than 87% of our illnesses are stress-related. Overeating is a stress-related disorder. This topic was discussed in an article entitled, The, the Effects of Chronic Social Stress on, on Obesity. The study stated that stress tends to alter the pattern of food consumption and promotes cravings of nutrient-dense comfort foods. Many of us use food like an alcoholic uses alcohol. We use food as a comfort and stress reliever. Somehow, we don't see eating as a problem, but obesity is rampant in this country and in the church. Food addiction is no different than addiction to alcohol, cigarettes, pornography, work, television, video games, approval, shopping, or exercise. All of these practices are attempts to fill a void in our souls that can only be filled with Christ. We criticize our brothers and sisters for drinking occasional alcohol, but we are overweight and addicted to sugar, caffeine, and salt. Chronic illnesses such as Alzheimer's, coronary artery disease, and obesity are rising. Medical studies have revealed that these diseases can be, be prevented by diet. The other piece of preventing illness is our mind. Meditating on the wrong thing can also bring physical illness. Every negative thought produces a negative effect on the body. The University of Virginia Medical School has found that our immune system is connected to our brain through small vessels. So unhealthy thought life can affect our immune system, making us more susceptible to illness. A healthy mind leads to a healthy body. We need to change our mindset about food and the busyness of our lives. This mindset change starts with the renewing of our mind. 
Our primary goal should be to seek the Lord for wisdom and allow Him to show us how to live the abundant life and fulfill our God-given destiny. Their pursuit to know Him will also require obedience on our part. Radical obedience will lead to radical blessing. The book of Daniel gives us keys to be in battle ready. Our culture today is much like the Babylonian Empire. This empire was wealthy, focused on attaining knowledge, and appreciative of physical beauty. They had plenty to eat and drink. The people of Israel were captured by the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar. King Neb, my chosen name for this podcast, ordered young Israelite men from the nobility and the royal family to be trained to be served in his court. These men were without defect, good-looking, showing aptitude for every kind of learning, well-informed and quick to understand. They were to be taught the Babylonian language and literature. They were to be given food and wine from the king's table and to be trained for three years before they could stand before the king. Daniel resolved that he would not defile himself with the king's food and wine. He approached the chief officer, asking not to eat the king's allotment of food and wine. The chief officer was concerned that he would uh, that if he gave in to Daniel's request that he that he would look worse than the other men and the king would have his head. Daniel requested that the chief officer give him and his friends only vegetables and water for 10 days. And at the end of 10 days, he could judge for himself their condition. The chief officer agreed, and at the end of 10 days, Daniel and his friends looked better and stronger than the rest of the young men. The Bible tells us that God gave knowledge and wisdom to Daniel and his friends. Daniel was able to interpret dreams and visions, and the king found Daniel and his friends ten times better than his enchanters and his magicians. The word resolve means to firmly determine to do something. Daniel made up his mind to honor God and not to defile himself with the king's food and wine. Later, King Neb had a dream that troubled him greatly. He called all the magicians and enchanters, asking them to interpret the dream without him telling them what the dream was. He said that if no one could tell him the dream, that he would kill them all and their families. The magicians and the enchanters told the king that this was an impossible task. Daniel heard about the decree and immediately went to his friends, and they began seeking the Lord and his mercy. That night, the Lord gave Daniel the interpretation of the dream. Daniel gave praise to the God of heaven who reveals the secret things. Daniel came before the king, saying, The magicians and the enchanters cannot interpret your dream, but there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. He gave King Neb the interpretation, saying, Saving himself and all the magicians and the enchanters. Let's read Daniel chapter 2, verse 46 through 49. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell prostrate before Daniel and paid him honor and ordered that all that offering and incense be presented to him. The king said to Daniel, Surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord of, Lord of kings and revealer of mysteries, for you were able to reveal this mystery. Then the king placed Daniel in a high position and lavished many gifts on him. He made him ruler over the entire province of Babylon and placed him in charge of all his wise men. Moreover, at Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego administrators over the province of Babylon, while Daniel himself remained at the royal court. As I studied the book of Daniel, I began to see that Daniel had common practices or disciplines. He fasted, he prayed, he searched scriptures, and he interceded for his people above 
all he believed and trusted and honored God. He was also excellent in his job. Even those who opposed him could find nothing against him. He was trustworthy and neither corrupt or negligent. He was known by others as a man who had the spirit of the holy God in him. His goal was to seek the kingdom first, and by doing so, all these things were added. Knowledge above all others, ability to solve problems, interpretation of vision and dream, high status and supernatural protection. He did not lose his peace when the decree went out that all should worship the king for 30 days, and those who did not would be thrown into the lion's den. He simply did as he always did. He went into his upper room. He opened the window and prayed to God. We are told that it was his practice to pray three times a day. Fasting and searching scripture were also something he practiced. We can look at Daniel uh, chapter 9, verse 2-3. It says, In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood from the books the number of years which, according to the word of the Lord of Jeremiah the prophet, must pass before the desolation which had been pronounced on Jerusalem would end, and it was seventy years. So I just directed my attention to the Lord God to seek Him in prayer and supplication with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. We also can look at Daniel chapter 10, verses 2 and 3. In those days, I, Daniel, had been mourning for three entire weeks. I ate no tasty food, nor did any meat or wine enter my mouth. And I did not anoint, refresh, or groom myself at all for full three weeks. Hmm. I bet he didn't smell too good after those three weeks. But anyway, Daniel was highly esteemed by God and men. His goal was to honor God in all that he did and to seek him for answers. He humbled himself in prayer and fasting. He confessed his sins and those of his people before God and gave him and God gave him wisdom, honor, and divine protection. I believe that we can have the same life, but it requires that we get on that narrow road. The narrow road is the road of seeking the kingdom first and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. That's Matthew 6.33. Daniel and his friends resolved to believe and trust God no matter the cost, even unto death. I encourage you to study the book of Daniel and see for yourself. How does this apply to health? I believe our physical health is influenced by our spiritual health. 3 John 2 says, Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, as I know your soul prospers spiritually. Stress and the standard American diet is killing us. It's time to seek the Lord about all aspects of our lives, including our diet. The Bible does say that the kingdom of God is not about eating or drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Romans 14, 17. Paul also said that he was free to do whatever he wanted, but not everything was beneficial. That's 1 Corinthians 10.23. It's time to be battle ready. The Lord needs us strong in mind and body and spirit. We are in a battle. Don't let the devil take you out early. God needs you here to be a light for him. He has not given you physical illness to teach you a lesson. He does not need you in heaven. He needs you here to destroy the works of the devil. Disease is not his will for us. He has given us free will, and we can choose life or death. This includes our choices in food we eat and what we drink. Are you choosing food and drink that brings life to your body or death? God said that 
uh, man should live to be 120 years old. Uh, that's after the flood. I know there's some other place that says man should live to be 70. But what I'm trying to get across is, is that we should be satisfied with a long life. But why are so many of us dying? I believe the root of it is stress and our diet. I don't know about you, but I want to live each day to the fullest. I want to give the, the devil a black eye every day for the kingdom of God. You and I are a light to a dark world. Let your light show before all men. You were created to destroy darkness, not to be defeated by the kingdom of darkness. In my next podcast, we will discuss our weapons of war. Until then, let your light shine before all men. Let your light shine in the darkness because the darkness cannot stay in the light. I want to leave you with um, a scripture from Proverbs. It's Proverbs 1, 7. It says, A reverent fear of the Lord, that is the worship in Him and regarding Him is truly awesome, is the beginning and the preeminent part of knowledge. It is a starting point in His essence. But arrogant fools despise skillful godly wisdom and instruction and self-discipline. I also want to leave you with um, a song. Um, I hope that it will come across uh, clearly, uh, but I believe that it is uh, could be our should be our battle cry uh, for today. So enjoy and have a blessed day.